Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, and welcome as you may uh, hear the slight dish cleaning in the background, but don't mind that. That's just me being an adult. Um, to fresh clean new. My name is Sturgis. This is episode. Uh, oh yeah, just recorded four. This is episode five. <laughs> Chronological. Yeah, I'm trying to keep track of these because I'm like record them beforehand, release them later. Yeah. So this yeah. will be out uh, by the time you're listening. This will be September 14th or 15th, 16th, 17th. It'll be later in September. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I might release them weekly, depending on how many of these get bookmarked. So this could actually come out early. Who knows? Um, But this time, as the name of the game goes, I uh, did podcasting for about six years. Um, I've listened to podcasts for far too many longer. And um, (laughs) this time around, I'm bringing new guests on or people that have been on in the past. And I'm joined by, would you like to introduce yourself? Hey, uh, I'm Jordan. uh, I worked at GameStop. That's how I met Capella. That's how I met uh, you, like many years ago. Uh, aspiring writer, voice actor, um, and that's pretty much sums up what I'm. Oh, what I'm doing. Uh, work at Starbucks. <laughs> that's, that's 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 pretty much. It's pretty much me in a nutshell. Oh, well, hey man, that's not so bad. I mean, I work at a call center, so it's not really all stars and rainbows over here. So. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I've actually you've been on the show before, um, in the, in the old yeah bit blast version. Yeah. But um, for those that yeah. don't know, would you like to at least give any more information about yourself other than GameStop, Starbucks? <laughs> um, uh, uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Um, Who are you? What you do? For I want to write. You like you want to write? Uh, and explain yourself, damn it! <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> So much pressure, so You're much fine. pressure. Um, <laughs> no, um, I write. I have a writing.com uh, page. Uh, I don't know the URL, so I can't really like plug that. But uh, I write a lot. I write short stories. I'm going to school for writing. Um, uh, I just got into Dungeons and Dragons recently, so that's been taking up a huge chunk of my time. Just because you know, when you have nothing to do. You sit around and think about things to do while thinking about things oh, yeah, to do. Yes. I mean, time is the best way to go ahead and waste time. Let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> you have all the time. Now waste it. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm thinking about being somewhere else and how my staff will yeah. allow that to go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now roll for all the oh, other things. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's pretty much me. It sounds kind of boring, but I've been at Starbucks for two years, uh, doing my thing. Once uh, I'm about to start uh, USF in the spring, once that starts, I'll have a lot less time to do stuff. But for now, I'm just kind of like doing my thing. Understandable. Um, So Starbucks, Hmm. I I do have to ask, because everyone always wonders, seeing how they're pretty much on the opposite end of it. You know, what is the um, Mm -hmm. what's the shit bags, in your opinion? (laughs) <laughs> oh what do you mean what do you, give me, give what me do some you mean? horror stories if you got some how long you been there oh uh, uh, <laughs> how long is it oh we got an hour um, we got an hour <laughs> yeah. uh, 
you know, I hate to I hate to throw out like the obvious ones, but you get these you get these people who expect you to know their drink. You know, they'll they'll say, "Oh, I got it at this other store." And I'm like, "Okay. So what did it taste like?" <laughs> it tastes it tasted well, good. At least they didn't say it and tasted like, like coffee. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I have that. I, I I've seen like it tastes like coffee or it tastes like not a lot of coffee. And then you get the people who are just like really weird because then they assume that every coffee is the same. So they come in and say, give me a a regular coffee. And I'm like, I'm like, do you understand what you're asking? Where you're asking this? Uh, And it gets weird. And then like, uh, so Pumpkin Spice just came out last Tuesday. Look, I admit, I will, um, no, no, no. I'm not like, oh my God, Pumpkin Spice. I'm more of the... uh... I will have one a year to see what the hype is and then go from there <laughs> just to see if you know, they change it uh, or not, this, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny this year they did for the first time, uh, since I've been working there, it's actually, it's actually real pumpkins. Oh, inside. okay. So that's why, yeah, before it, all right. I admit to it. So two days ago I had a pumpkin spice latte for Epicino. <laughs> Yeah, and they taste great this year. Like, uh, you, you know, when I first got on, when I first started, I started in the fall. So I started, like, Pumpkin Spice was, like, my third day. I don't know my third day. Like, my second month into so Starbucks, you, you, Pumpkin you Spice. You went from basically, and of course, you know, not to use other retail terms, you went from, hey, I'm a newbie to Black Friday instantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like, and because, you know, Black Friday was a thing. Um, at Starbucks because we had like crazy price gouges and stuff like that where it's like alright cool what are you going to do we're going to get pumpkin spice it's going to be like 25 cents a cup you know whatever it's just everybody go now <laughs> come on yeah, like, I was just throwing get your goddamn <laughs> I mean I mean I don't want to be that guy but like it's only these basic <laughs> uh, girls that show up with the Ugg boots you know like I don't want to say that no what's sad is that we're exactly. in Florida so the fact that they wear Ugg boots in like 65 degree weather going oh my god it's cold no it's not yeah i'm like i'm like i don't know about you but you know uh but you know you never wanted to you never want to be the one to be like yeah it's all these basic girls ordering pumpkin spice but that's exactly what happens Mm. or or the 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 more awkward scenario is the guy (laughs) that gets sent in for from the from the like girlfriend or, or or wife and he's like, oh, can I get one of those pumpkin things? And I'm like, do you uh, want the latte? Do you want the you know, frappuccino? Do you want the, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you looking for? He's like, it was cold and it was pumpkin. And I'm just like, all right, cool. And it's like a, and it's like another five minutes of me trying to whittle down like what he actually means. Because I will hear it. He'll be in the store like five minutes later with a girl in front this of him. He's very upset. This is not what I want. It's like, we'll tell your boyfriend slash husband what you actually want. <sighs> what you are what you are looking for. That is I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. You know? And that and that's and that's basically my days in a nutshell. <laughs> where it's like, oh, uh wh- you know, someone shows up. What do I want? It's like I have no idea what you want. What do you like? Uh, I like, I like something sweet. We have over like fifteen flavors that we could just put together and I want mix stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like so uh, on Tuesday when Pumpkin Spice mm-hmm. launched, um, I was on bar making drinks. This woman. An elderly white woman. It happens. Wait, it's okay. What? <laughs> she was in the drive-through, and where my star, uh, the way my Starbucks is situated, you can see the person making, um, like essentially, bar one is like one of the bars where the espresso okay. drinks come out. You can see that bar clearly, very clearly, from the drive-through lane. So I was on bar one, and then the lady in the drive-through had ordered a pumpkin spice. So as she's being rang up, she looks over the shoulder of the person helping her and looks at me making oh her drink. <laughs> Pulls out her phone and then starts recording me. I'm, I'm assuming it's on Instagram somewhere. And starts recording me like the hypest woman I have ever seen about a drink 
ever. She's screaming. She's like, woo, make that latte. Woo. And she's just like screaming as, you know, just the hypest you oh, can by get the way, over you, you a pumpkin spice one. latte. I was going to say, what the fuck? Seriously? This, she's she's oh, getting all <laughs> crazy just because you're making your drink. Oh, no. Like, she got so hyped. I was like, okay. And then so I was putting the whipped cream. She was like, yeah, whip it up. Whip it up. And I'm just like. <laughs> At some point or another, I just, I would feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I was okay with it. She definitely gave me specifically $2. So no, no, I'm okay see, with it. When, it, when, it's, when it culminates in like a tip, it's like, okay, cool. Everything was for naught. But if she's just staring and yeah. then just leaves. <laughs> oh, yo, yeah, no way. It's like, hey, I'm gonna need that uh, uh, entertainment package <laughs> that you just got because <laughs> you're clearly having more fun than I am at this moment. And I'm at work. This is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But Starbucks is a crazy place. You get to see a lot of crazy stuff going because, for some reason, I don't know why, but Starbucks in general has a really big issue with homelessness. Especially in the uh, like the area I'm in, Brandon, Florida. Like, don't say. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, uh, homelessness is an issue wherever mm-hmm. you are, but my store specifically has more, just a huge amount of homeless people that will either come in and stay the entire day and then leave when we close. I'm sorry. You know, and it and it's like. So, especially seeing how some locations uh, actually have like free water just laying out and everything. No, no, we, we all oh, have okay. free water. Like you could just you could just go up to the counter and be like, "Hey, can I get a big water?" All right, cool. There you go. It'll be over there whenever your bar- the other barista on the so bar. You should have told it. me that. Now right, cool. Get water every single time I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's free, and you could just get it. You know, and it's it's crazy. Like. I mean, let's let's think about the idea that like people have gone up to Starbucks. So, like, how much does water cost? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, places have charged you for water, just like ice and water. Well, I mean, it's Starbucks, <laughs> it's so what's so... the catch? Is it artisanal? Yeah. Is it farm to table? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It's definitely this uh, Perrier uh, filtered water. I need water, to know. Was it triple filtered? Was it double filtered? No, it's triple oh. filtered. No, n- no bullshit. It is triple well, filtered. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. You know, <laughs> and um, uh, I'm actually really proud of my Starbucks specifically because um, when Hurricane uh, Irma was mm-hmm. hitting and everyone was evacuating and stuff like that, my Starbucks uh, because I I had um, gone away with Capella to Orlando when all that when all that was going down, but. I was talking with the people at the store who, you know, we're hunkering down and we're staying yeah, here. Yeah, we did that kind of thing. <laughs> we're like, like we, we're in the uh, area where they come. You, you go here to evacuate. I'm like, wait, I never did that before. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, um, you know, we were the ones because what we do with our like milk jugs is we just toss them and mm-hmm. throw them out and whatever. So what we did was we cleaned out as many uh, gallon containers as we could and just filled it with water. So for all the places that needed it, like shelters and, and, and pet stores and stuff like that, where you can like, you know, you need the water. We, uh, my store, like baristas at my store went around and like donated water of just like free jugs of water to Don't whoever Don't make me it. humanize Starbucks. Stop this. You know, <laughs> you know, I never thought I'd be the one to be like, man, Starbucks is doing some cool stuff, but here you, you know, are. <laughs> here I am. Starbucks is doing some cool stuff. But um, no, that's actually impressive, especially seeing how when normally when you really think, when you hear the word Starbucks, usually most people instantly assume it's like, oh, well, duh, you're going to go get your, you know, fruity drink and go have a good day yeah. and piss off. But yeah, yeah. But I tell you, I cannot appreciate Starbucks more because so working in a coffee shop, I get all my drinks, bar none, for free. I never have to pay for anything <laughs> when it comes to drinks. So it's funny. So to let me, me ask you before because... you answer this, maybe you're about to, I don't know. Do you actually like coffee? Okay. Um, I really like I, so I wasn't a huge coffee drinker. Well, I mean working but, there that kind of changes things. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, before I got the Starbucks job, I never really drank coffee that much 
except for when you're a kid because you try to see the grown-ups drinking it and you're like wow coffee's cool let me drink the coffee that the grown-ups are drinking i'm gonna say this i never thought that (laughs) (laughs) really (laughs) that that's how i was as a kid i was like oh the grown-ups are drinking coffee that's cool like only grown-ups yeah no for me it was always like oh hey let's get coffee and i'm like oh let me try oh this is awful i'd rather have this tea this tea tastes (laughs) like peppermint it's delicious (laughs) oh yeah yeah and it's like I never um I was never like a huge coffee drinker, but when I started, you realize because so if a lot of times I open mm-hmm. the store and we open the store at five, but I have to be there at four thirty to Which set up. Which most people up. that never have worked retail don't understand. They're like, Well, obviously the the store opens at this I'm like, Look, if I'm not there, it doesn't get open. You need to calm down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. If if a customer and I get there at the same time, everything's just like, <laughs> out there. So, all right, cool. You know? And it's like, you know, you don't realize how much, I guess, people like coffee. Not, like, like coffee, but, like, they need it, right? So, there are times where I'll wake up in the morning and I'm like, all right, I guess I got to open the store. And then I'll go in, get myself some coffee, pour myself shots of espresso, do whatever I need to do to get my day started. And it's an immediate pick-me-up. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that. Actually, I'm drinking coffee sometimes, and I've actually gone to, I've gotten tired. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely coffee at the wrong time. And it's like, you know, I don't want to sit here and do it like an like a hour expose about Starbucks and <laughs> that coffee. But, <laughs> but Starbucks, <laughs> but coffee is like, Coffee's crazy because they teach you about like the way it's you know the way it's brewed and like how to roast it and like the differences between the two. I've got I've really gotten into like coffee oh, culture. <laughs> yeah, I know I sound so I sound so bougie. Uh... Capella is holding up a sign that she wrote "Yabuji" <laughs> on it, and she's just just like waving it around. So, uh, you know, be- before we change topics, then I have to say, what is your favorite Starbucks drink? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, a t- mm, okay. A tall, iced, blonde, flat white with almond milk and two pumps of white Dear mocha. God, yes. Okay. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's just, it's just a nice level of... Mm. It's a nice level. So I don't want to get too in detail of like all like all of what I just said. Yeah, because I've had a blonde but... before, and I'm just like, this tastes awful. <laughs> it's 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 some good stuff, man. It's some good oh, stuff. God. <laughs> all right. So yeah. before we just end up talking about Starbucks the entire time, obviously we don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. um, how? Yeah. You said you got into D and D more recently. How that? What? How that come yeah. about? Or what? What's going on with that? Um, uh, so, uh, do you know the voice actor, Matthew Mercer? He does, uh, McCree in yes, Overwatch? Yes, I do. I, 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 that name rings a bell, and I do know of a McCree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Matthew Mercer and a, and a big group of, uh, voice actors, like, really, like, Liam O'Brien, who does Illidan on World of Warcraft. Mm-hmm. He does Gara from Naruto. Just, like, a bunch of Laura Bailey, Travis Willingham, just, like, a bunch of voice actors. They got together, and they started a game of Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons. And they 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 host it on Twitch, and they play, and it's... A, it, they play Dungeons & Dragons like a TV show. Uh, so, Darius, and, have you seen uh, Harming Quest at all? Okay. Yeah, so... Harmon Quest is a more like to oh, the no, no, audience I, style. One hundred percent. Like, so my background, at least, real fast. I have played D anD. have not finished a campaign ever, only for the fact that the way that was being done at the time, I just got bored and fell asleep. Uh, <laughs> um, it was like combat. I hate to say, like, I, I enjoy the art, the role playing aspect of it, but as soon as we go to combat, we have to wait turns and everything. I'm like, oh, this is like an hour. I don't care. I know everyone's different, and oh, I know like it might be just the game. So, example, I have Kingdom yeah. Death, and I'm still putting it together. I want to play with people. I just need to finish putting it together. Mm-hmm. The minifigs are <laughs> fuck this, fuck this minifigs. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I completely agree. Yeah, Harmony <laughs> Quest I know is to the audience, but I've also listened to like a little bit of Adventure Zone and uh, Friends at the Table, along with um, yeah, the other one. Oh, Penny Arcade's one from long ago. 
Acquisitions yeah. Inc. Oh, uh, Acquisitions Inc. is actually uh, really funny because Chris Perkins is the one who dunge- who is oh, Dungeon Master, and Chris Perk. Yeah, Chris Perkins Dungeon Masters the game, and he's one of the uh, I don't want to say yeah he's one of the lead writers at Wizards of the Coast. So whenever you yeah. see a Dungeons Dragons book released, he's one of the writers of all of that content. Gotcha. So it's it's, it's kind of crazy to have a DM who also writes the books for the games that you're well, playing. Well, yeah, because then he understands, like, okay, I wouldn't say yeah. this because, obviously, if I'm sitting at the table governing this game, yeah. this is a stupid thing to say. <laughs> yeah, he knows everything, so it's it's really crazy. But, yeah, like, I just saw... Um, I, I, I essentially just started watching them and following them because uh, Dungeons & Dragons looked cool to me. So I saw them, and it sounded really awesome. And the more I got into it, I guess the weird thing about Dungeons & Dragons was Dungeons & Dragons was around uh, clearly oh, yeah, before no, me. But... Long before most of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I think Gary Gygax released in like 75, 76. I don't, I don't remember the exact years year. Me, so that's fine. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and it's like um, Dungeons & Dragons was the game that I didn't know existed when I wanted to play a game like Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah. Because... It, it kind of sucks because not to drag this back to video <laughs> games for like two seconds. Like, like every nah, once in a blue moon, I'm like, I really want a good RPG where I can just sink my teeth into it and just play it for hours on end. And then other times, I'm like, how dare you even assume I want to play a Skyrim because I'm going to get bored. I don't want to play Skyrim right now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. And it's like with like even with games like Skyrim, right, where Skyrim, you can you can do a lot of mm-hmm. things right and it's pitched as like do whatever you want kind of like yeah. atmosphere but dungeons and dragons like there's like an actual feeling of you can do whatever you just want. know that you might like, not be if able you to want to because obviously you put your stats in the wrong thing <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like you know if you're a barbarian you're not going to be able to like cast fireball i mean you can effectively <laughs> Yeah, effective. You lit yourself on you fire. Know, you might hurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, and it's like you don't know. You know, like you can literally do as much as you can within the rules, or even flub the rules a little bit. Where it's like, if you really wanted to, you can fly into combat on a unicorn, and the unicorn can poop fireballs. And it's like that's a thing. Why? Be- because your imagination, yeah. your imagination sets. Yeah, you. because because Dungeons and Dragons, and there's no other reason for it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, Dungeons and Dragons. It's man, like I, I can literally sit here for like three hours and talk about Dungeons and Dragons, and I could... <laughs> So, give me, give me a little bit for the folks at home. Obviously, we don't want to go into like the the, for, the forlorn. Oh. <laughs> uh, long history of D and D, but like, what version are you playing? Oh. I guess. Uh, what are you playing as a character, or do, are you DMing? Um, games? Yeah, I um, I am DMing a game on Saturdays. Um, I'm in a game right now uh, as a player on Thursdays with Capella and a group of other uh, friends on Thursday nights, and then Saturdays is the the game I DM. And uh, uh, we're playing fifth edition, which is the newer edition of the game after okay. after so many years um, of D and D being out. Um, fifth edition is, I feel like, the easiest way to get into Dungeons and Dragons. So I guess to everybody listening, so I yeah, to, I guess, so I guess to everybody <laughs> listening right now, if you ever thought about getting the Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition right now, it's the best time. Because fifth edition is the easiest to make sense of. It gives you the most tools to like do whatever you need or do whatever you want. You know, because like other editions were so tied down by the rules. But fifth edition's like you can throw the rules out if you want to. Like you don't have to you don't have to roll a single die. Not not a single one. Yeah, you can actually just completely roleplay it if you want to, from what I've heard. Yeah, it's like 5th uh, edition allows you to do so much more than the other ones because it opens the rules up. Like, other editions were so like, this is exactly what happens if you do this, when this is happening. It's like, it gets so rules lawyery, and you get arguments, and ugh. 
But that's how that's how the game was made. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you're supposed to get in arguments and fight each other at the table. That is. So you're telling me that's not how you're supposed to have fun. Yeah, with this? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're supposed to have fun fighting each other. That's the that's the goal here. I don't believe I'm you. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it, yeah, um, uh, you know, as a player, uh, you're, you know. I don't want to like advertise D and D all day, but like as a player, you are limited <laughs> to your imagination. Like you know, if you're if you enter a room and you don't know what's in the room, you can ask the dungeon master and say, "What do I see? Is the room dark? Uh, can I check around for traps? You know what I mean? Like, and then you roll dice, and then that's how you play the game. So it's it's super interesting and it's super amazing to see where that goes and for first time players uh, it's so fun to see someone just like just jump right in well especially when i I admit like again i i've played my fair share of uh, role-playing video games but also i've done a little bit of tabletop when it comes to the actual role-playing part and all that stuff fucking love it i'll say because <laughs> you can sit there and it's like okay hey we're, what are we doing in town yeah i saw this one npc and um what's he got on him oh he's got all this i'm like mm, i want his pants <laughs> <laughs> give me your pants sir <laughs> why do you want his pants no reason i just want yeah, his pants. Yeah, give yeah. me his pants <laughs> i want to dual wield pants and just swing them and just swing them at people um, I don't have anything in my book for that. Uh, you need to make it. Yeah, you can do that. Because <laughs> um, there you go. No, it's like I, I'm going to need you. Hey, Dungeon Master, chop chop, make me a, a pants class. Yeah, please. <laughs> do wielding pants class. Oh my goodness. Like, wh- why do you want this? Oh, because you are proficient <laughs> in pants. <laughs> uh, my father was killed with pants, therefore I want to use them as a weapon to yeah, avenge him. I, I it, Come it's on. clearly a, the avenging pants class. Clearly. That's what's going on here. And that's yeah. the magic of Dungeons and Dragons right there. <laughs> because all of that could be real. <laughs> and that's the sad part. I mean, it's now. sad, but it's also <laughs> funny because, like, you just do whatever you want and it gets, it gets funny. It gets intense as well because on my Saturday group that, that I said I'm DMing, I killed the player. Why? Um, he he was rolling pretty well against uh, one of the monsters. Oh, so you were just that guy? No, like <laughs> like he was rolling really well, and the monster like got to a point where like he's doing a lot of damage. So I was like, I'm sorry, I'm gonna target the because he was the healer. So he was rolling really well, sense. and he was the healer. So I was like, what would my monster do? Well, my monster would attack the healer. Go after the healer, you know, a couple a couple perfect D twenty rolls of a natural twenty, like critting and just critical totally critical normal. damage, just <laughs> like I rolled really well Saturday night and he died. And I mean when you have joke dice, I mean I'm, oh, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> you... Why are you opening that box? Oh, that's my uh that's my kill a play oh, yeah. box. <laughs> it's actually all of these dice are like counterweighted. So if I roll a one, it just flips to a twenty, it's fine. <laughs> don't worry about yeah, it yeah it's my little bag of tricks and it's like uh, within all of that you know you, you just want to have fun and god oh, that, that makes complete sense no and that's why as much as everyone's like hey why did you get Kingdom Death if you're not going to play it I'm like no 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 I'm going to play it have you heard about Kingdom Death um, before I, I, it sounds familiar but I don't think I've like listened to more of it I, tell me about it tell me <laughs> so Kingdom Death is a role-playing style game. Mm-hmm. It's got minifigs, basically sort of Dark Soul-esque. You, uh, you give you a basic premise. You wake up um, in a pit. There are skulls and just bones all underneath you. And in front of you, you see a white lion. Fight it. <laughs> For real? Like, that's just... Just, that's how the game just starts. Drop him, just drop me right in? <laughs> yes. So basically, kind of Dark Soul-esque. You don't know why you're down there, but you're trying to figure out what's going on. You have to build a settlement, whole nine yards. But it's all turn-based combat, whole nine, like all that. Oh. So it sounds D&D-esque, but... Oh, yeah, no, no. It, obviously, where it gets its influences. Uh, yeah. But it also pulls from, you know, the other Souls-likes, uh, if you want to say yeah. it that way. Yeah, 
which which as a mild tangent i'm getting tired of the souls like <laughs> i'm getting tired of the souls like genre what, what what's what's wrong tell me <laughs> because so any game that's hard in the past like two any mm-hmm. past, like past like three four years any hard quote-unquote game that's has been just, just labeled that it's the new souls of blank right and it's like if if it's a hard puzzle game it's the dark souls of puzzle games if it's a if it's a platformer <laughs> it's the dark souls of platformers i'm like come on man you can't just like throw that label on anything i mean there have been a couple legitimate souls-like games where the idea is the same the gameplay is similar and like the way you interact with your world is similar but to say it's a platformer and it's hard so it's the souls like like it's it's incredible <sighs> anyway tan- it's a soul <laughs> yeah, t- tangent <laughs> over <laughs> rant It'll rant uh quelling um but yeah like uh I feel like Dungeons and Dragons is a phenomenal game, and I, I feel like everyone should play it. So, like, that's literally what I just like started doing, and I, I started getting into the community really, really heavy. And like, you know, you get to see people from across the world like roll dice, and it's fun. I don't, it's crazy. We all like rolling dice. No, I'm kidding. I, I need to stop. <laughs> but no, I, I get what yeah. you mean in that regard, especially seeing how it's. Um, so I've been kind of like trying to find other than video games because I mean, let's admit that's a vice, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been trying to find other things to like occupy my time. And as much as I, I want to get into that, like more tabletops, but I don't know what it's always been. It's just always, I guess the people that I've, try to get into it with they're like hey we're gonna play you know at this advanced level already i'm like no you kind of need to ease me in guys <laughs> yeah and, and i find that's the hardest right where you, i feel like that's the hardest part finding a group that you get along with and you can all like get in the zone together right because anyone could just like walk up like with let's say world of warcraft right like we can all walk we can all walk in in world of warcraft and we all get the same exact experience because i have my character you have your character and i can play without you guys by myself run into the woods and like fight goblins and shit as it should be yeah but it's i'm paying for this monthly online subscription to play exactly (laughs) you know the way it was intended to be you know but with dungeons and dragons it doesn't work that way because like if you stray away from the party now the dungeon master has to like create a story for you and then the other party so it's like there's like an unwritten rule of like hey yeah if you make it it, it, it's like Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. There's a thing of like make an adventure because then you get people who want to who like it's their first time role playing in like this environment. So they want to like create Sephiroth and shit so like every uh, character he's brooding he's got big swords he does millions of damage it's like that's what they want and it's like that's cool and all if everyone around you is like cool we want we it's want cool that too well. so like if everyone's just like yoked out like emo like brooding characters they, <laughs> they just have a brooding band of bad uh terrible players boy bands. yeah <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to go with the alliteration because it was right there but i know but, but i was okay. like you know i figured you'd pick it i threw it in there for you it's all right now trust me i understand oh my goodness. um <laughs> you know funny funny that you mentioned that and it's hilarious that i i bring up kingdom death from before because it can actually be played by yourself <laughs> oh okay <laughs> like it has a rule set built in to play oh, by yourself that's so, kind of sad like there's well, there's no DM feature to it. That's oh. why. There's just a bunch of mechanics that if you do it right, you can literally just, like, you you do your turn, then you do the monster's turn. You just go back and forth. Oh. And it's what's... Uh, and again, that, that's another funny thing about D&D, where you can run a game for one person. Yeah, you could. And it's... <laughs> but, but do you want to be that guy who sits in a room with your friend and he's like, make... Sorry, I've always thought about it this way because I've thought of people who do that because it happens, I know this. But it's like, I need you to weave a tale for me. It's like, can't you use your own imagination? No, I need your imagination plus my imagination. I mean, it's fine. I, I've done it. I've run a game for one person. Power it, it, it's, 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 it's taken me like, like, you know, a couple weeks, maybe a month. And like you know, mm-hmm. both of us were like, "All right, this schedule is getting a little tense." So like, we 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 didn't stop because like we stopped wanting to play it. We just stopped because like schedules and stuff like that. But it was it was it was kind of fun. You had to like dial stuff down because like if I can't throw seven goblins at one player, it's like, well, I mean, you could. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> let's not let's not say we can't yeah, do things. Like, let's be like, honest. It's like every combat, your character dies. Make a new one real quick. <laughs> it's like. Dude, why did you do this? Well, I'm gonna play three characters. What? Cool. There you go. One guy controls three characters, and now we have a party, and it gets it, it gets really crazy. But the but you know the, the 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 way you can play certain games and stuff like that is it, crazy. Because like uh, I know WoW, I know World of Warcraft just like changed their whole scheme and stuff. So like I. They went they went kind of backwards in a way. Not in a bad way, just they went back to, uh, you know, the Horde, the Reliance, and all the other nonsense that they've always preached about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like, um, like, I meant, like, in, like, the way you, exp- like, the way you, like, get the game. Where it's, like, it's, like, oh, there's okay. no more battle chests or anything. You just, like, get pay this dollar bill, and then you get all of the game. Which is really cool, so I was playing around with the game, and it's, like, that's another way of experiencing a D&D like environment or it's like if you want to mm-hmm. run like a, a dungeon or a raid or something like that that's teamwork and stuff like that but it's like at the end of the day all you really want to do is you know shoot some spells kill some monsters get some loot and then, like, save the day. And, like, that's at the core of, like, I don't know. Because I'm the hero of my own yeah. story. <laughs> you know? Which which brings up another whole topic about bad DMs, but I'm not even going to go into that. Cause, give, me, give, me um, give me give me your worst DM that you've ever uh, had. Worst, worst DM would be, like, you know, example. I'm trying to check a room out to see... To mm-hmm. see, like, uh, are there any traps or anything, right? I ask, yeah. can I make a... Can I roll to see if I see any traps? I roll incredibly high. Like, the best the best mm-hmm. roll for that scenario. I can roll, like, a natural 20, and I'm good. And, he, and the DM tells... DM says... Oh, I forgot to say, for those that actually don't know what a natural oh, 20 I'm is, sorry. you rolled a 20 on the die. No, it's cool. I just I always remember I'm like ah, something yeah, I don't know. yeah. Uh, uh, a natural twenty on uh, the main die that D and D uses is a 
20-sided die. So if you mm-hmm. roll a natural 20, that's the best you can roll, period. And usually it's an auto success. I got a 21. <laughs> <laughs> I'm better. I'm, the best. I'm better than everything. Um, Just because you write 21 on that die does not count. <laughs> it's like you, you, see, you have a marker in your hand, like um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I rolled a natural 20, the best thing I can roll, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm checking for traps. And he's like, there are no traps. So I say, okay, I walk okay. into the room. I walk into the room, trap I get off. hit by a trap, <laughs> my character instantly uh, dies. No, yeah, see, that's... that's, that's and it's that's like, there, there are so many DMs that do that. And then, like, Ugh. and, like, that's one of the things that, like, plagues newer players. They don't know what a bad DM or a good DM looks like. So... I've seen a lot of good ones. That's the crazy part. So when I see bad ones or I've seen a few where I'm just like, you're not doing it right. They're like, you don't play. I'm like, yeah, but I know you're not doing it right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, I, you know, and that's the thing where a, a player can be so tainted by a bad DM that they're just like, I don't, the game's not for me. You know, and they yeah. close themselves off from the rest of what could be like a magical experience. Well, I mean, minus the other stigma of it's for nerds. Oh, yeah. I mean, surprisingly, <laughs> I, I see a lot more people getting the Dungeons and Dragons. Like, I know a lot of people watch the Game Grumps. Well, not not just that, but the fact that you know people like you have your Vin Diesel's and such who are like, I play D anD. d Everyone's like, Wait, what? Yeah, um, <laughs> Terry Crews just did an episode. Yes, where he played Dungeons and Dragons, which is phenomenal. Us. Uh, Oh yeah, Sam, <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam from Game of Thrones. I, I forgot the actual actor's name, but the guy who plays Sam in Game of Thrones play, <laughs> played a, a game that that was interesting. And then Vin Diesel played a game, and I was like, man, this is just a lot of fun to watch. And it's like it's cool now to play Dungeons and Dragons. I just I, I feel bad now because of course I'm just like oh yeah I'll play it and people are like you're just doing because everyone else likes it now I'm like no no <laughs> I've been a nerd for a very long time <laughs> I, I've, I've been on your side don't don't do this to me <laughs> I have my honorary nerd card right here <laughs> where are your pulled up underwear oh uh, uh yes uh. yes <laughs> would you like to see my poster of Star Wars and or Star Trek. <laughs> pick one uh, uh. <laughs> yeah it's like you know it, it's crazy because the the the, the quote-unquote nerds who were like you know back in the 80s when like being a nerd was fucking like frowned upon you know you you know those people are growing up now and seeing that like it's amazing to see like people get into dungeons and dragons because that stigma is slowly going away where it's like yeah you know, i think Thank you know, it, it's like uh, Grand Theft Auto, right? When Grand Theft Auto Five, mm-hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five came out, the biggest launch in entertainment history, like period, when it came out, it was the biggest thing since sliced bread. Yeah, but have you played Call of Duty? <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I mean, yes, I, I play Call of Duty. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. You know, I can't do you it. You know, Capella loves it, and I love her, so we play. And whenever I play, I'm just like, hey, this game's great. And then, like, you know, we'll switch to Overwatch. And I'm like, hey, this game's amazing as well. You know, it's like, you know. It's okay to say I that. Mean, I'm, I mean, <laughs> she's listening. Please, please no. <laughs> no, but, um, but, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's crazy how things change. And the same things don't affect the newer things. Where it's like, oh... Being a nerd is being it's the new chic. So sadly. awkwardly. <laughs> you know? I know I say sadly because of the fact of like I remember my younger years. Thanks. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Nerd yeah, man. Thank Brute. you. I need yeah, a little that. refresher. <laughs> it, it, it helps. Just in case me. you forgot. Just in case you forgot. <laughs> Never forget where you come from. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why do you like all that? Well, because it, it's you know? my hobby. <laughs> and it's like, 
uh, D and D and like all like fantasy games and like RPGs in general, just like a bunch of like video games, like all of it ties in because like I want to be a writer and a lot of the writing that I feel like I want to write besides just like fiction and like drama and like I want to win prizes for like my art, right? But so speaking of, and thank you for bringing that up because I'm like, huh, okay, running, trying to keep this still moving and everything, yeah. but um tell me about like what do you want to do with your writing and then also you said maybe voice work yeah so um i want to write i want to like write novels and like uh essentially on the path of like you know literary fiction like you know the movies that get like uh or the books that get like really solid and you get like Nobel Peace Prizes for like that's that's you know if anyone's ever read Shakespeare or if anyone's ever read like um like really like the quote unquote literary classics like that's the style and like that's what I'm aiming for whenever I like write anything so in that respect I am still trying to like attain to be a great writer a great novelist you know and then gotcha. at the Kind of like with my whole, well, not to interject, no. but kind of like me constantly trying to podcast and people are like, why do you do it? I'm like, I don't know why, but I just keep, I keep wanting to go at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to, you want to be good at a thing that you spend time on, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, for me, I like writing in general and with video games, there's a lot of writing in video games because like, you know, that's how like manuals and everything work. So <laughs> and it's like you know as a kid i always wanted to like uh make my own stories but like with a game attachment to it so like that's where D came in and i was like oh i could be a writer that also plays a game where the game ties into what i want to write about like it's crazy it's incredible to me and so like when i when i write like i, I just want to write i want to be i want to be a writer and it sounds so like you know quote-unquote bougie where it's like i want to be like a hipster you know i want to be a writer you know going to starbucks with my laptop sip on my coffee and you know do my little writing thing but it's like that's write three words. yeah write three and then get yeah. another coffee I, oh, oh my coffee's done i just want to appear like i'm writing you know you know what i mean just type a couple words um and then for yeah i, I mentioned voiceover work because you know, for playing video games for years and years and years, you know, you get to see bad voice acting and good voice acting, you know. There's no such thing as bad I mean, we can acting. all go play Resident <laughs> Evil 1 right now. <laughs> Chill. No, that was, that was genius. That was the greatest, <laughs> that was... you know, and like the clunky, like awkward bits of early voice acting. And then you go, and now it's like, that voice acting has gotten so good because uh, I have been a fan of speech and the way you can mix your words around. Cause like, Oh, for a long time I've been doing impersonations, not like perfect ones, but I've been doing, I've been gotcha. making fun of people in different ways. And like, you know, I've been, I, I've been doing, so it was you on the, yeah, I was the guy, <laughs> you know, and it, it's like when when I went to high school, some some of the things that made people laugh, you know, I'm you know hanging around a bunch of kids, the things that made people laugh was me doing like, you know, this is when Chappelle show was like crazy popular, oh, and God. it's like I was doing the Rick James jokes, and I was I was like you know impersonating that whole scenario, and like that's what sort of made me funny in those circles. So you know, you know, even as a kid. Even as a kid, playing those games and like hearing that interaction between uh, like other characters and stuff, and and hearing the way people portray characters and like these little stutters and like, so I began to like fascinate and think about like how oh he said that in which way and like the way he used his voice was very interesting to me to make you know. The yeah, the the, the way you like the way you bend your voice and everything like that. So I, I really just became fascinated with the way people talk, and then transfer later, I really got fascinated with the way people talk, and I love video games. 
and I like <laughs> animation and I like anime and I like anime dubs. So all that transpires into like, I just want to do voiceover work. So it's because it's like acting, but it's like, I don't have to look a certain way because Honestly, I've thought about it because a few people over the years have kind of said the same thing. It's like, hey, your voice. I'm like, ah. I've never knew where to like jump off on that or even try it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's like, um, so Capella and I um, joined a website called Voices. And it's like, mm-hmm. a, it's like a, it's essentially like a digital, like a talent agency kind of thing where you make right. your own portfolio, you make your own reel, and you can audition for comp you audition for things right we haven't got anything but building the resume well like building the profile and like reading and doing and doing recordings and dry runs of like this is a script read it read it in different ways and like per- sort of perfect how you speak in certain in certain scenarios like that all gets into like, all right, well, where am I going to audition? How do I audition? Stuff like that. And it's just like a whole like network of how to break into the industry. And it's really fascinating because you get commercials and different things like that. So uh, voice acting has been like, I can't even remember, but I, I, I know I wanted to voice a video game character. That's that has been something I've wanted to do since I could hold a controller. You know what I mean? Like, I hold a controller, and there's like a guy speaking to me that like I'm playing a game, like oh he's speaking to like I'm doing stuff and he's talking to me, and it's like I want to yeah. be that guy talking to some kid when he's like seven years old and he picks up a controller and it's like oh this guy's talking to me I want to be that guy to this kid. I admit I did. Um, <clears throat> did you play? Uh that what we all deemed a very masterful piece of a game was nothing was wrong with it called Mass Effect Andromeda. I, <laughs> I, I did not because I heard all the people that have said how perfect the game was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, they actually had a contest where um, you could try to get your voice in the oh. game. It was the, um, if you ever look it up online, they have one reporter who pops up and it's like, hi, my name is this, blah, blah, blah. And me and my friend actually applied and saw, you know, if we could do it. So not that I haven't tried, oh. <laughs> but of course it's funny because that per- uh, my friend mutually said to me, she's like, when I got to that character in the game, all I could hear was you saying it. I'm like, oh, well, cool, yeah, that's you. cool. <laughs> yeah. Like we tried it, you know, and that's the, and that's the, and that's the point that makes it cool where it's like, I don't think, because, you know, when we all play video games, we all play video games in a yeah. weird sort of way. To where, no matter what I'm doing, no matter what you're doing, we can still get the same, we can still get a similar experience, but at the same time, it's our own experience. Because the way you hear something and the way I hear something is going to be totally different. Where it's the same way that when people played uh, like Metal Gear Solid or any other big franchise, it's like they connect with certain characters a lot more and a lot of times the voice is the reason you know david david yeah, hater yeah. playing snake like people connect with that character so much cuz david hater is an amazing voice actor same thing with um uh any other like character like when you play kingdom hearts or when you play all these other any rpgs or anything like that Haley Joel Osment has still not said whether or not he's in three. That's bothering me. I mean, <laughs> that's, you know, I, when you hear it, when you hear like the gameplay of three, mm-hmm. I don't think it's the original voice actor, but you know, I could be wrong. It's been so long that he hasn't said, but at the same time, I've seen Haley Joel Osment in more recent years. And that's what he sounds like. If he were to make that I mean, voice. I, I agree. I was going to say like, just because like, it's been so long since the second one. That like it would be hard to 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 sound the same from one to two and then from two to three. So I don't understand that story anymore. So you it know, matter. You know, I, I I as much don't be that person. Don't tell me you. No no, no 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 no. Like they've tried to make everybody get it right because they they've released all the master mixes the the, the eleven point two the two point three the two point five the two point eight all that crap and it's like. I see what they're trying to do is to get everybody prepared for three, but but, it's but still I, bad. <laughs> I, I believe that Kingdom Hearts is definitely a game that 
the reason it's the reason it's so popular is because people still want to hold out the fact that like they're going to understand the story and everything because I, I believe that Kingdom Hearts is probably the most the reason I feel like Kingdom Hearts is the most tragic failure of a game <laughs> is because they I, I feel like they tried everything with new technology coming out they were like it's going to be on your phone it's going to be on your DS it's going to be on a DS Lite it's going to be on uh, 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 PlayStation 2 it's going to be on a uh, you know, it's gonna be on all the. It's gonna be a Game Boy Advance with Chain of Memories. It's gonna be on every console. So where if you miss one of them, all of them are canon. But the problem is, yeah, exactly. It's like that. if you miss one, you miss a huge chunk of the story. And if you miss a huge chunk of the story, it's like, well, all right, why am I playing this game? Because I'm so invested in the story that. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't play the one on the phone. <laughs> yeah, that you should do I, I, that. Yeah, Sorry. It, it, you know, spend twenty dollars. Actually, and... <clears throat> that phone one was a prequel, by the way. <laughs> you know, it's and it sucks because it's like that's that story that we want, but like I don't want to spend money to play on my phone. I'm just not gonna happen. But I thought it was free. Is it free? It's not free. <laughs> I think the phone one is free. I could be wrong. I I I couldn't imagine it being free, but I mean, hell. I could see it being free, though. <laughs> oh, man. But, um, no, dude. I Because Capella talked about it as well, I actually been thinking maybe to try Voices. But, I don't know. I mean, jump <laughs> right in. It, it, Voices is expensive. I will tell you that. The reason we got into it was because on Black Friday, they ha- they essentially mm-hmm. had the entire website half off. Like, all memberships, half off. And it's for a year. So we each paid $200 for a year. Because normally it's $400. But, <laughs> but, but I will say this. Like, that is, the, that is a very good introduction into yeah. what it's like looking at different jobs. And they set you up and help you set up. I mean, there's a bunch of websites. If you really, like, if you ever wanted to get into it, I have a bunch of websites. I'm just a really, really, really big procrastinator. And I just don't do anything. And it's... You do know I started a podcast e- after two years. <laughs> <laughs> and I even... The last episode I put out, no joke, was a teaser for the next episode. I'm like, I'm going to be back, I promise. <laughs> And that was like after three months of like taking off, and then I came back and I was like, "Oh shit, it's been two years." Oh yeah, well that thing I gotta do right. Yeah, and and it's like I'm a huge procrastinator, but like I have a lot of websites that that start you from the ground up. Where it's like there's literally a website called I want to be a voice actor dot com, and it's and it's literally. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. What does it teach? It it, it, it actually teaches about finances and. Oh, okay. It's a bank. How about equity? I need to know about equity. It's, it's all about four hundred one ks, man. It's all about four hundred one ks, IRAs, <laughs> social Frost? securities, man. Um, no, nah, but Jeez. it is funny because like there are so many resources, and that's the thing where like you know, I think I quote unquote work hard sometimes. I think sometimes I put in a little work. But then I see all the resources that are available to me. And then I, you know, I do some weird math in my head and I'm like, okay, so I'm utilizing like 10% of the resources that I can't, that I ultimately can. And it's like, wow, I've done nothing because I have all these, you you know, utilities at my fingertips. And it's like, I'm just. Oh, that was like when I found the Anchor app. A few people were like, oh, so, you know, I can't come to your house to record. I'm like, yeah, that sucks. I can't record with anybody. And then I found Anchor. I was like, wait, so the barrier is now just me. <laughs> yeah, you have no excuse now. <laughs> because literally I can sit here, no pants, record an episode with somebody while they're doing God knows what. But I can get it done. Heck, I just cooked. Yeah, <laughs> little do you know, I am not wearing pants either. Uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I, I have I have, I have uh. pants on. I have little pants, like half pants. <laughs> hey, pants are yeah, yeah, That's, that's Pant- all that matters. As long as it's yeah, pants are something. optional, but you know, preferred. <laughs> and it's gosh. like I heard of Anchor because of that one guy, Gary V. And mm-hmm. it's like hey, you know the guy. Do you know the guy? 
Mm, not necessarily. The name rings up. Gary V's that guy who always preaches about how awesome it is to lose and fail. Okay. He speaks really fast and he speaks really like loud because he, he yells so much. And all mm-hmm. he does is talk about like, man, when you fail, learning from failure is what makes you better. And it's like he's really he's a quote unquote inspirational speaker, but all he does is tell you how awesome it is to fail. So it's kind of awkward. But like, I, he, I, I feel bad because a, a lot of folks and I know a few people at work, they're like, yeah, did you read this book? I feel motivated afterwards. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Motivational speakers don't work on me. If you're going to tell me, hey, you need to do a better job. I'm like, yeah, because I just need to do better. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a lot of times it's like, well, I'm the one in my way. So like, <laughs> I know so I am. I can't fix it until I. So stop it's not motivation. That. To get out of my way, it's more of a psychological thing. So you got to talk to a therapist or some shit. I don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's what it boils down to. It's like, okay, well then, why haven't you done it yet? It's like, well, I could. Okay, but you haven't. You know what I mean? Like, look, we're. Not, I'm not yeah, here. For yeah, this I was right gonna now. say it's a psychological <laughs> thing, not like a mo- You know what I mean? It's not like a. You know, some some guys are gonna slap you on your ass and be like, "All right, get in the get in the game, champ." Whoa, whoa, stop that. <laughs> I mean... Where'd you come from? <laughs> it's like right behind you. Come in there. Just appears out of nowhere. But it's like, uh, uh, I, I brought up Gary Vee because I heard of Anchor because of him. He was on uh, The Breakfast Club, a really popular... Yeah, yeah, yeah. A really popular podcast show, whatever, on the on the morning. And he said, like, there's no excuse for anything. Like, if you want to start a podcast, literally download Anchor. You can literally start a podcast immediately and send it to all the socials and all the thing. That's the only thing. Like, obviously, as soon as I read into what Anchor can do, I I did do it the hard way because I'm still hosting elsewhere and I'm doing all the. I've done podcasting long enough that Anchor wasn't a thing. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, I'm using Anchor for my benefit, but I'm not using Anchor to help me. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) these are the ways that like, you know, growing up, being a procrastinator it's like wow i have all these tools i just i just, I, don't feel I, I, just right I just yeah i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow i'll do it tomorrow when's tomorrow yeah. next month you know and then like two months later you're like remember that time i said i was gonna do that yeah let's do it but i'll do it tomorrow so it, <laughs> that's when it will be you done just, you just throw everything out the drain just poof, it's done <laughs> nothing matters at this well <laughs> Jordan, I want to thank you for joining me. I'm not trying to cut this off, oh, but I do need to. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to, for right now, still keep these down to an hour and then move from there. Oh, no, such. go ahead. Go ahead, man. Um, <clears throat> was there anything you would like to plug while we're wrapping this um, up? I, I'm not a fan of plugs, but I, <laughs> but I will say. Every person so far is just like, nah, I'm good, man. I'm like, oh, okay, but, cool. But I will say. If anyone wants to um, get into Dungeons and Dragons from listening to anything like this, there are two places I can send you. Um, there's a YouTuber by the name of Matthew Colville. He has worked on games like Evolve and and he he's a video game writer and then he writes on the side and it's like that's his job and like he made a YouTube channel on like running the game and like how to play Dungeons and Dragons essentially. And then the other one would be Critical Role, which is the I've heard of that Critical one. Role is the game by Matthew Mercer, where it's him and a bunch of voice actors and they essentially play Dungeons and Dragons like a TV show. Uh, and okay. It, I was wondering like, yeah. wait a second, that name sounds very And familiar. that brings you into the world of like how Dungeons and Dragons could be. So it's not a plug on my part, but it's like if anyone listens to this, it's like, well they're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, it sounds really fun. How do I get in there? It's like, cool, there are two places, just start. This is how you do it. Yeah. You go. <laughs> do the thing. Now go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, if you're not plugging anything, I have to do my part. And do that is, you can find this show. Um, every. I'm, I don't have to say the website anymore. It's nice. You can go on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, everywhere. You just type in Fresh Clean New and you can subscribe. Please like, subscribe, rate, review, share. <laughs> <laughs> all the socials, all the medias. And you can find me at Zero Siphon at Twitter. And I still haven't updated it. I feel bad. I need to go do that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, 
Jordan, hopefully I can have you on again in the yeah, future. Uh, I, I'd be happy to. Awesome. Um, until next time, folks, my name is Sturgis, and this was – you can say goodbye to yourself. I don't do it for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> I'll just say that. Have a nice night. Right. Good night. Have a nice Good night, night, buddy. Uh, good, good. I'm sitting here in the bed while Capella's working from yeah, home. I know so. how that is. Rachel's working right now. She's kind of just doing stuff. It was funny when we got home. She's like, yeah. all right, you're cooking. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought you were helping. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. With no nope. say in the matter. Nope. Happens. <sighs> Dogs, back up. I'm trying to clean at the same time. Hey, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot you have like three yes. dogs. Yeah, you were here and everything. Yeah, there's three, three. Yeah, yeah. Jumbo little people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and a baby. Yeah, he's on the other hand. He's running around and doing shit now. So being a menace. Yeah. Yeah. And then I heard from a reliable yes. source. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Appreciate it. At congrats. first, it wasn't. Then congrats. It was like, oh God, why? Oh, no, not again. <laughs> it's it's like that dog in the house uh, on fire meme. It's like everything is fine. Everything Everything's is fine. not. No, no, this no. Is fine. It's the second one that said, "This is not fine." I can't believe this got uh, out of hand. What happened? Oh, oh no! What happened? Oh, I know was... what I did. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.